0: Yes, welcome to the NBA panel. If you're a fan of the Washington, Washington Commanders, Wizards, the New York Knicks, or the NCAA Final Four, you're familiar with today's guest. They am honored to welcome back sports announcer and TV producer Mark Frodo. Mark, what's going on?
1: Hey, everything's good. Always happy to be with you.
0: Thanks, John. Always a, always a pleasure speaking with you. Yes, you're doing wonders at Comedia. Media. Um, you're always on the go. So Every time I look up, you're covering um, <laughs> basketball, football, soccer. Tell us- but um, how Liniker Media is just doing the thing right now.
1: Well, I can tell you two things. First of all, Liniker Media is very proud. We just had our ninth birthday. So we're we're already past year nine, we're headed into year 10, and we're we're excited about that. And we are we are doing some very exciting and very, very enjoyable uh things with a lot of different partners and schools, teams, uh conferences, customers, et cetera. Second thing I can tell you for a fact is that the Internet makes it very easy to appear to be in multiple places at once. And I can assure <laughs> you that uh, our news feed as a company does not necessarily indicate where I am geotagged on any given day. So, uh, <laughs> you know, now, you know, you're a little peek behind the curtain for
0: you. Let me say every year nine to ten. Um, how is it for you personally seeing your vision grow continuously and get bigger every year?
1: Well, I can tell you for the, you know, it's, it's a people business. So we have a lot of really great people around us. A lot of people that I can trust. Like I said, uh, you know, I'm not on site uh, every place that we go, obviously, you know, I have to be in certain places and then other places, you know, I have a young family growing and and I like to be at home with them and and watching my five-year-old Jackson and two-year-old Mason do their thing and learn their things. And I like spending time with my wife, Kristen, of course, we're, you know, we're having a great time out there in Annapolis, Maryland. And our territory kind of goes from Boston to Virginia Beach or, you know, uh, Richmond, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, like kind of Southern Virginia at this point. So right. we have great people in different markets that, you know, that that work very hard and, and that I can trust with leadership positions. They're, you know, a very important and key part of our company as it continues to grow, um, you know, from from being a one man shop, a, a one man band in 2014 to, you know, to right. wherever we are right now. So. We're we're having a good time. Um, You know, the work is always exciting. Sometimes it doesn't feel like work. Some days it feels very much like work. But uh, I think the thing that we all like about this type of work is it's a live environment. And every product that we put out is made for public consumption. So every single day you're challenged to find out how good you are. Because when you're making things that are live, there's a very loud thud when uh when things go wrong so we enjoy challenging ourselves we enjoy having fun um like i said we enjoy the people that we're around whether you know it's people right. that we work with on a day-to-day basis whether it's our customers clients and friends um you know the people that sit at the scores table with me or in the press box if i'm at a wizards or commander's game or whatever whatever game we're right. at you know what a what a uh just just a whole whole bunch of different interesting and, and diverse and fun Uh, characters that are out there to encounter in the world of professional and college sports. So um, like I said, some days it doesn't feel like work. And and if you can make most of those days uh, feel like it's something that you would do, uh, you know, you would do for fun, then I think think you're on the right path right now. I'm in a beautiful Atlantic city. I'm sorry. You can't see the the ocean or the skyline or the clouds. Like we got our lighting people are coming in to do this media day but they don't arrive until a little bit later. So uh, clearly I need some uh, lighting and makeup people on site to attend to my, my zoom needs. But uh, as of right now, uh, we're in the showboat hotel. We're working at the ocean uh, later on today and tomorrow to do the Mac conference uh, basketball tip off their men's women's basketball media day shows. So yeah, all the uh, Iona Sienna, um, you know, Manhattan and Marist and, Riders going to have strong teams. We're going to see all those coaches and those student athletes, uh, Fairfield, Niagara, Canisius, all those. We're going to see them uh, tonight and tomorrow. So we're, uh, we're excited. We're excited to get over to the ocean and, and begin our set, make sure we have a nice, solid, technical foundation. So our creative people, and I'm not one of them, uh, so our creative people can come in and do amazing things with graphics and video and, and the beautiful scenery that, unfortunately, you can't quite see. Uh, but you will be able to see when we have our our lighting people get in and get on the case.
0: Yes. Um, those great people you work with. How's it for you as a founder, having Leonard Comedia able to put others in position to win? Because you hire some great analysts and great producers and announcers that work with you. How's it for you as a as the owner and as as a founder having your your dream help others?
1: well i always like i said like the the people are the best part and and giving people opportunities to grow uh you know young people that are fresh out of school are sometimes they're taking their first professional steps then other people who are still young younger than me anyway but are on their road to you know being leaders and being producers and being directors and being um you know logistics coordinators and coordinating producers and stuff like that it's it's great to see that happen, you know, for so many people in Lineker Media and small shops like us. I mean, we're not the only ones. Um, you know, we're we're out here and we're giving people opportunities to do, you know, follow, you know, follow this career path and and you know pursue this line of work. Again, challenge themselves, have fun, be able to interact with people, you know, every day and work, you know, work in sports and work in live events, and that's uh, that's a pretty exciting thing. I love seeing that. Um, I always say I'm more like some people, you know, you see it all the time on social media. Some people brand themselves as CEOs or CMOs or, you know, C-suite. Right. I always say, oh, hey, I'm the the custodian, right? I'm the janitor. I'm out here sweeping and cleaning up messes. Sometimes I make the mess. Sometimes somebody else makes the right. mess. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of making sure ultimately everything goes smoothly. Everybody's, you know, having a good time. Everybody feels appreciated and respected. Everybody eats, right? That's what I always ask, right, Mike? Right. Hey, is everybody eating? Everybody, okay, very good. Because if we've eaten, I know we're at a certain point in the day where everybody's comfortable and kind of buckling down and getting ready to to make the magic and and work on the show. So it's, yes. I mean, it's a great thing. It's been very rewarding work. Um, last decade has has flown by, uh, and that's that's on the professional side. That's on the uh, on the family side. <laughs> it's on the on the uh, live sports announcing side too. So we're having a. I'd be lying if I said we weren't having a great time.
0: Well, I'm sure you are. You're doing a great job. Now, once again, it was a pleasure meeting you at the Final Four. Can't wait to see you again there or on the Wizards' sideline. One of the two soon. One of the two very soon.
1: That sounds good. You let me know. Are you going to be out in Phoenix this uh, this March for the end of March and early yeah, April it, for yeah. March,
0: Madison? Yeah, I'm aiming for it, yeah. aim it forward, definitely. Can't wait for yeah, that. <laughs> I think so everything's a week
1: we- later this year, right? So we might be um, we might be out there only during April. I got my calendar right over here, but I can't can't quite see to the, uh, to that month from where I'm standing.
0: All right. Um, over your career, your experience announcing, you cover, as as I mentioned earlier in, in the intro, you also cover baseball, soccer, NASCAR. How's have you personally been <laughs> being able to adapt to different sports? Sometimes, sometimes within hours of each other. Well, names. that's
1: true. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, again, it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? We we get to experience in this business the you know the the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat and sometimes both yeah. on the same day as as yeah as you say. Um, but I, I don't know, there's different things like I never would have thought that I would have announced a NASCAR race, and now I've done I think six or seven. And the thing that impresses me the most about NASCAR is the technology, right? You don't always think of NASCAR as a real tech heavy sport. Yeah, right. take a take a trip down Pitt Road on a race day. I mean, every <laughs> single car and every single team. It looks like they have their own NASA style setup there, which is amazing. So right. there's, uh, I mean, some people are in it for the speed or the the roar of the engines. I kind of like it for the tech. I think it's kind of cool to watch, like kind of how everything gets put together. that goes into it running, you know, operating a NASCAR race. And then um, right. certainly the broadcast is also fascinating. I'm just, I'm the guy that gets to wander out onto the track and, uh, you know, talking to that big microphone before the, the pace car comes through to chase us all up. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. Uh, you know, the NBA games are amazing. I get to sit court side and watch the best athletes in the world, you know, yes. go up and down the court and, and, um, just I get to experience just that level of skill and strength and speed up close. Um, definitely a certain gravity when it comes to announcing an NFL game to, to be, a what you call it? To have have that one tenth of the Taylor Swift quality where you can sit in a stadium <laughs> and everybody hears your voice and, you know, you, yes. you, you make 65,000 or 80,000 people roar or, you know, um, I mean, there's there's certainly a gravity to that. And uh, yes. that's that's the latest, latest entry for Lineker Media on the live sports scene is announcing those commanders games. And um, we're three and three right now. Looking forward to uh, the Giants on the road uh, this week, which I'll be watching on TV like everybody else. And the Eagles come back to town. I think we owe the Eagles one from a very close overtime loss at Lincoln financial right. a couple of weeks ago. So we got to see, uh, we have a young quarterback named Sam Howell. He's really developing. I think he's showing that he has the goods um, and it's just kind of his, he's maturing. He's you know making decisions yeah. and, and he's uh, I think we're watching the game slow down for him in real time, which is kind of an exciting thing. I know everybody's always looking for a franchise quarterback and I really hope that we found one in Washington. I know a lot of people think so. I, I think so too. Um, right. and, and he's, he's been saying the right things and doing the right things. It's been a lot of fun to watch. And that just the, the skill of players on both sides of the ball, Terry McLaurin and Brian Robinson, and then on the defensive side, you know, Chase Young and Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen and the, the young guys in the secondary that are, you know, coming along first and second year players. I mean, it's been, right. you know, it's been, been tremendous. It's, it's been a great thing to be a part of. And like I said, like, yeah, I got into that that uh, FedEx field the first time with nobody in it and I'm sound checking and and I felt, I felt like Metallica that day. I I felt like, (laughs) I was like, wow, this place is wild. But uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely, you can, like I said, you can feel, you can feel that gravity just feels a little bit different from uh, a lot of the other things that I've done, but man, it's been so fun. And I'm only uh, two preseason games plus three home games in, So there's still a ways to go.
0: Yes, as you alluded to, the Washington Wizards, NBA is back. Um, regular season begins next week. Um, Bradley Bill is out. Porzingis is out. And it's Jordan Poole, Nilo Gallinari. Um, Jordan Poole, an electrifying player. We'll see what he did with the um, with the Golden State Warriors. He can create his own shot. His dribble is one of the best in the league, only getting better. Um, what do you see that Jordan Poole is going to bring to the Wizards now that Bradley Bill is not there? He basically had the ball in his hands a lot of the time.
1: Well, I think, so Jordan Poole's going to have that Emerald City green light, right? He's going to be able to shoot anytime he wants. So between yes. him and and Kyle Kuzma, I mean, those are two guys that we're going to rely on for a lot of scoring. And what's great is it seems like they're getting together so well, both on and off the court. I think they, they really, their personalities are really connecting and clicking. So it's, it's right. an exciting thing to see. And then, um. You know, we're, uh, I think we're having a good time. I think we're rebuilding in Washington. I think we're doing it the right way. We have a lot of new front office personnel uh, making those player decisions. And, and, uh, like I said, like I, I'm the announcer, I sit courtside every single game. I'm seeing, right. you know, superstars and the best in the world every single night. I mean, you, you can't, couldn't find a happier guy to be doing their job than, than me at a Wizards <laughs> game. You know, I, I, I just, I enjoy it so much. And now I get to speak a little Italian with Danilo Gallinari. I get to, Give a give a yes, little uh, yes. <laughs> little extra little extra flavor, right? A little extra Sunday gravy to that name, you know. So one of my countrymen, you know, in there uh, wearing number eighty eight and having a great time. So um, I'm excited about excited about him. I've seen him now in two preseason games, and all the players yes. are saying, "Oh man!" They they come up and they whisper, and they're like, "Oh man!" When you say like Galanad, he they're like, "It's so good, we love it, <laughs> we love it so much." So that'll continue until they tell me to stop. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yes, Danilo puts up average um, almost 60 in a game when he's healthy. Um, He's had a lot of injuries in his career, but once he's healthy, he can also spread the floor and also a good post up player. And what do you think mostly he can bring to the floor for the Wizards to help um, Jordan Poole spread the floor?
1: Well, I think we have a lot of different players that have that ability. It seems like there's a lot of guys with really great length and really superior athleticism. So I'm excited to see everybody. I mean, certainly Corey Kispert can That's shoot right. it. I mean, you got – Danny Avdi has been injured but he's you know he's he's more of a slasher and a finisher and and with a de, right. you know developing shot for him now it's funny you know i remember when he was a rookie and now he's kind of like getting up there in in his you know the next kind of levels of of play so i'm excited to see some maturity from him and and uh you know on on kind of a basically a young team but yeah we i mean we have a lot of weapons a lot of people that are really exciting yes. to to watch night in and night out and uh you know, excited to see what we can do and excited to see, you know, these are the first steps of, like I said, a rebuild that's being done the right way. Yes. So, um, you know, excited to see where we go from here. You know, it's a good time to kind of be a part of the uh, be a part of that team and be a part of the process.
0: Yeah, state of Capital One Arena. I recently covered my first event there over the summer. I love the arena. It's a great venue. As you said, you love curving, um calling games there. I can just imagine, tell us about the fans there at Covered One Arena, because it was loud for the event. I, I, I covered the Big Three, I was going, Big Three games. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, loud there um Tell us how it is for you covering the game with those fans, fan um, jam-packed in uh, Covered One Arena.
1: Well, one of the things that I like about uh, about Washington, I've said this before about, uh, you know, fans in New York when I used to be there, too, is those fans have an elite sense of time score and momentum like they really understand context so they're not going to take right. something if i you know if i'm they're trying to force feed them uh, you know a change of possession in the third quarter when we're you know up 30 or down 25 you know it's not not something right. that they're just going to be accepting of so i think it kind of keeps me sharp as an announcer but one of the things that i, that I really I really enjoy about washington dc is it's such a unique and powerful city right so you know sitting yes. across from you might be you know uh we get cnn personalities and and maybe some msnbc and fox personalities up in the boxes you know the speaker of the house i ran into you know nancy pelosi at a game uh last season right. she was going to see steph curry just down you know I, I'm going for the elevator and out Bob's you know, Nancy Pelosi and other, you know, national <laughs> leaders here in our, our in our in right. our government. So there's always there's news personalities around, there's government people around. Um, yes. I know when President Obama was the president, he and and uh, President Biden, who was the vice president at the time, attended a Georgetown game and they sat courtside and, you know, uh, checked out the Hoyas. So there's always, I mean, you got your regulars and your diehards, but then there's always like a little, you know, peppering the crowd is always you know, interesting and fascinating people, not from the basketball yes. world, but from you know the people that are running our country, you know, now and, and uh, past and present. So it's uh, it's always, you know, always got to stay sharp. Like they said, you never, they say, you know, you never know who could be listening or watching. So you got to right. bring it your best. I always try to do that anyway. And that's something that we talk about kind of as a company here is, you know, this could be somebody, a, a player or a fan or a coach. It could be their first game or it could be their last game. So that enough, you uh, commands our best effort and my best effort every single night it's not cool to have an off night if it's you know if it's some little kid's first game you want to give the best experience possible you know or if it's uh you know i used to say this when i was at the university of maryland is i used to kind of like forget something i used to leave something in my office and i used to walk up through the crowd up to my office you know about 25 minutes before game time because it's yes. so inspiring people are there because they, you know people are there to take a break from their lives people are there because they're truly they're truly passionate about right. that team they're a true fan of that team so to walk through the crowd at that point of the game where the arena's kind of buzzing the stadium's buzzing and getting ready to go and to see you know see grandfathers and granddaughters and mothers and sons and everybody's there and there's they're anticipating tip off and I get to be the guy that starts the game every single time. I mean, yes. how great is that? It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable experience. So it deserves my best every time out. That's what I try to do.
0: Yes. That's one thing I adapted early doing this. When, and you guess I value their time, no matter who it is. Like about your time right now. And I'm always locked in at every interview. I never want to give someone my have best. Never. You have to appreciate people's well, I, time.
1: I think if you're doing that, I think that, I think that, Commands respect, and I, and and I think you know somebody like me who's a guest on your show. I can really, you know, you can feel that you can feel the care there, and that's that. Hopefully, that's something that attracts and engages your uh, your audience.
0: Definitely hope so. Definitely hope so. Yes, the NBA season is here, and next month, November, um, college season begins. Then comes Mars Madness. Uh, Mars Madness is one of a kind. No matter who talks about it, they say the same thing. Um, the it's, it's special. <laughs> in 2024 is going to be in Arizona, as you said earlier. Um, how's it for you moderating press conferences on the biggest stage continuously? I mean, you get that question a lot, but every year you you um, interview the biggest coaches and all eyes are on you as you speak to them.
1: Well, I, that's, that's a unique part of my year, and it, and it kind of goes back to the 15 years that I spent in college athletics as a sports information director, uh, communications specialist, public relations person. Uh, and yes. I, I really, you know, a lot of the media you know, remains the same year after year. Some of them were around in the the years that I was either with Maryland and the ACC at the time or or with St. John's, the Big East. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to develop, you know, really uh, positive relationships with, you know, a lot of reporters over, you know, over the 15 years that I was doing that job and in the 10 years since. So, um, you know, I just, I try to, I know we're on limited time. I know we have infinite questions from the media to get through. Uh, yes. I, I want to be efficient, and I want to um, I want to make sure that we can get enough uh, good questions in, so all the reporters in the in the room and all the reporters that are tapped into the satellite feed, you know, they get to hear as much as they can from you know these players and coaches because it's the stories that make March Madness so special. I mean, think back to yes. when Cinderellas were making it, like Butler or Virginia Commonwealth. Think back to when Sister Jean was the it was, you know, yes. the, the queen of the Final Four. I mean, those stories are—they the, come out in the press room. I mean, those come out in the press conference room. And if—if if we're not having uh, efficient and effective press conferences, then you know the fans miss out on those sorts of things. And that's—that's that's something that we definitely try to get to. Um, I, uh, you know, it's—it's just—it's—it's it's a great thing every single year, and it's a great thing to reconnect with. You know, with friends and colleagues, and and do that for one week a year is is, is really special. And yeah, every year we either crown a Cinderella or we crown a we yes. crown a Goliath, and then suddenly <laughs> it's there. It's but it's always exciting, however it works out.
0: Yes, the preseason um, poll came out again, and this year is Kansas. What so was so happy last year in North Carolina, The of to play. on paper doesn't always work out. So can't wait for the season to start. Though it's going to be a great season. Yeah, Yeah, I'm excited
1: about that too. When we're in that press room, I try to always make sure that, of course, like, you know, national media questions get answered. I like to make sure that the beat reporters get their questions answered too, right? Because they're with the players and coaches all throughout the season. So if they make it to the final four and they can't get a question or they can't get a word in edgewise, you know. Their experience and their ability to do their job is limited. I always like to make sure that we get some local media questions in, whoever the host city is, you know, yes. whether it's New Orleans, whether it's Minneapolis, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's, you know, whether it's Phoenix coming up. I like to make yes. sure that that those local outlets are hosting all of us are represented in the press conference room. And then I like to, if we have time, I like to find either student media, I like to make sure that they have an experience there. Um, And there are some news conferences that are designated only for student media. Uh, Other reporters attend, but only students are allowed to ask questions, which I think is a kind of a cool thing that the NCAA does. Because, you know, part of the mission, of course, is education, you know, for adults like me and for students like them. And then every once in a while, there's like a special Sports Illustrated for kids, kid, literally a kid who gets a credential and and is able to get into the press room. So I always like to hear what they have to say, because. If you think about it, the coaches and players—they're on their third straight weekend of press conferences. So yes. usually, the little kid has a different perspective and can kind of throw something in there that usually it elicits something interesting or at least uh, kind of a different vibe.
0: Yeah, Final Four weekend is like no other, like no other. Definitely can't wait again. Can't wait, Mark. Always a pleasure cussing up with you and speaking with you. Got do this again well, soon
1: absolutely it's been too long but i really appreciate it i appreciate your time and and all the effort that you put into these interviews it's it's outstanding and i'll see you in phoenix if not before
0: yes enjoy the rest of your day thanks for your time
1: yeah we will we're gonna enjoy beautiful atlantic city and uh do some quality work here then back to the family tomorrow in annapolis hope you have a good night you too see
0: you see ya yes see you yes that was